All right, I'll be reading today's scripture. The first uh, scripture reading is Titus chapter 3, uh, verses 5 through 7. He saved us, not because of any works of righteousness that we had done, but according to his mercy, through the waters of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. This spirit he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that, having been justified by his grace, we might have hires according to his hope of eternal life. The next is from Matthew uh, verses 11 through 28. Come to me, all that you are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. And finally, it's Luke 9 uh, verses 9 through 23. Then he said to them all, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. We give thanks for the word of God in Scripture. Amen. You may be seated. Now, before I forget, the best spicy chili cook-off award Sharon took off before... She got that a couple Sundays ago. So. Oh, we're, we're not quite ready for that slide yet. <laughs> well, there, there is a, uh, a certain four-letter Swedish furniture company that creates products that you assemble at home. And, and while you're in the store, you, you see all of the products there. You see the, the assembled furniture and you see how good it looks. You can, you know, test to see how soft or how firm it is. Make sure it's nice and sturdy or see that it's not sturdy and you're not going to buy that. But when you purchase the item, it is unassembled and in a box. Or as my wife and I found out, several boxes. Now let's see that slide. Yes. So we we went to get uh, two new couches. And um, I think there were 14 boxes between the two couches. And we were real lucky that day because... um, Genevieve and Jameson were off doing other things, and uh, we only had Jefferson, and somehow we were still able to, to keep him in there um, uh, with all of the boxes in the back, and then more of the boxes on top strapped down. So uh, I got some entertaining looks on the drive up 37 on our way home, uh, to say the least. So you get all of these boxes, right, and, and you take them home. And so you take these box, this box or boxes home and you put the new furniture together yourself. And just as this company is a four letter word, frustration often sets in while putting the new furniture together and people are tempted to say some other four letter words in their anger. I know. Why? Why is it so hard to assemble this new furniture? Well, I think there are several reasons. Well, first off, 
there can be dozens or even hundreds of parts and pieces to put together. And each part must be installed in the exact right place at the exact right time in the exact orientation. Second, the instruction manual is not always the easiest to follow. Because this company sells products all around the world to different people who speak different languages and read different languages, they prefer to use pictures rather than words for most of the instructions. So each step has a picture of what is happening, and there are few or no words. And we usually, in uh, there are few or no words. And, and finally, you are on your own to assemble the new furniture. You're on your own. The box doesn't come with a, uh, a person or a guide uh, to walk you through each step along the way. I think Danita and I have, uh, have found a very good system for assembling Ikea furniture, and I just want to throw out a disclaimer right now. Fellas, if you end up walking around Ikea for two or three hours this afternoon, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. But Danita and I have come up with a pretty good system. She, she sorts all of the parts and the pieces, and she interprets the instructions, and she just tells me what to do. And I say, yes, dear, and I put the pieces together as she instructs. And most of the time, everything comes out, to, it all comes together very easily on the first try. You know, a couple of times we've had to take some things apart and put it back together differently to get things assembled correctly. But hey, it gets done, and neither of us are frustrated or tempted to use some of those other four-letter words in anger. So we usually end these types of projects with a, a good old high five, a, a great job, babe, and we're able to enjoy our new furniture. God, though, does something very differently for us when he assembles our new life in Jesus. Unlike assembling new furniture, God is the one who puts together our new life in Jesus. The steps to new life are not steps that we take. The steps to new life are steps that God has made for us in Jesus Christ. As we hear in, in Titus 3.5, he saved us not because of works done by us, not because of works done by us, but according to his own mercy. There's nothing that we can do outside of saying yes to Jesus, to receive that mercy. Putting together a new bookshelf is work that we do. We follow the steps. We, we put the pieces together. We turn the bolts and tighten them all, hopefully so it doesn't fall apart when we put books on it. But we put the new bookshelf together. We exert our effort to create a new creation. Putting together eternal salvation is something that we cannot do. We are incapable of following the steps ourselves. We cannot turn back the deadbolt of sin. No human effort 
can ever create a new creation free from sin. Nothing that we do, nothing that we can create as humans is free from sin. And we give thanks to God that he did not leave us to despair in a mess of parts and pieces with no way to put them all together. Rather, in Jesus Christ, God has taken the steps of new life for us. As we continue in Titus 3, 5 through 7, so he has done all of this according to his own mercy by the washing and of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit whom he poured on, out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. God's completed all of the steps that are needed for new life in Jesus. God's done it all. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, God shines the light of truth on our lives so that we come to realize that apart from Jesus, we are in the dark. God took a profound step of love by stepping into a broken world as he was born in human flesh in the incarnation. Jesus willingly journeyed to the cross to shed his blood for the sins of the world and become a ladder that links heaven and earth together again. God did the work. God got his holy hands dirty as he worked to heal the mess of sin and to bring about new creation in Jesus. Since God has completed the steps to new life, the work has been done. The newness of life that we have in Christ is by grace and not by works. It's already done, not something yet to be done. The good news of the gospel does not come with a tiny disclaimer, some assembly required. Instead, the good news of the gospel comes with a large promise. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So does this mean that, does this mean that we do nothing when it comes to walking in his steps? No, no, that's, that's not what it's, that's not what we're saying here. The, the steps to new life are established by the grace of God, and they are not works that we accomplish, but yet they are steps that we must walk, right? God gives us the Holy Spirit to regenerate and renew us, and by bringing us to new life in Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit enlivens us to walk in his steps. Jesus invites you to follow him in his cross-focused steps when he says, if anyone would come after me, let them deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Jesus has done the work of assembling the new life for you. So in the newness of life, you now walk in his steps. See, God does not give you new life by handing you a box of parts and a complicated instruction manual. God has not left you alone with some tools, some vague instructions, and a lifetime of trying to put together into something sturdy enough to withstand the storms and the temptations of life. 
Far from it. Far from it. Instead, God has put the pieces of righteousness together himself. God has done the work in Jesus Christ and has accomplished all of the steps needed to win new life for us through the cross and the empty tomb. And God has sent the Holy Spirit to us to make the, this gift of grace ours. New, regenerated, and renewed by the Holy Spirit, we can walk in His steps knowing that He has assembled newness of life for us. So what does that newness look like? What does it look like? Well, we begin to devote ourselves, our, our time, our energy, our resources, even our finances to Him. We are transformed in ways that continually bring newness to our lives without the fear of going it alone. We join other believers throughout the journey, helping one another grow and transform. We follow in the steps of Jesus by caring for the least of these. And we never give up hope that his grace is sufficient for us to continue to walk in his steps. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, putting together the parts and the pieces of life is more than we can do alone. God, open our eyes to see how you have come in Christ Jesus to give us newness of life already assembled. We just have to walk in your steps. Send your regenerating and renewing Holy Spirit to us so that we can continue to walk in your steps now and for all eternity. It's in your name we pray. Amen.